Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Support for the following podcast is provided by the User Experience Specialists at Johnson Taylor. More information follows this episode. What if the job you're passionate about pays so little you may never clear your student loans? I'm Joe Taylor Jr. This is Search and Replace. The Great Resignation, the Great Reconfiguration, the Great Reskilling. Economic pundits have been putting fancy names on a trend we've watched since the start of the pandemic. Frustrated with low wages or with poor working conditions, as many as half of American workers thought about switching jobs sometime in the past year. That's according to researchers at Willis Towers Watson. What's different these days is there's an environment where prospective job switchers can talk to each other via social media for support and information. But it wasn't that way when Tiffany Moore thought about whether she had made a good career choice. I had started end of 2007 and I landed a position where I was working in the criminal justice system. So I um, was working with clients who were at risk of becoming involved in the criminal justice system, who were actively involved from misdemeanors, felonies, the probation parole, and really... Um, it was a very rewarding position, but it was extremely draining. I was there for um, 10 years. It was just going to be, oh, well, I'm going to start this and I'm going to get into grad school and then I'm out. And then that, that did not happen. Life does not always work like that. Tiffany found herself a whole decade into a high profile career, but with a mountain of student debt and no obvious opportunity for financial security. So I started to really try to figure out what's the next step for me. Um, I had now completed school, was completely burned out after grad school. And then, you know, student loans hit. <laughs> and it was like, okay, this wasn't so much a problem before because they were in deferment. But now I have been in school for so long and I am now... Um, considered real working, even though I'm in the same position, I have all of the student loan debt. And so I was trying to figure out, how am I going to pay this? Because I was like, I'm just making it before in a nonprofit space. And what am I going to do? So I'm working multiple jobs. And I was in a very professional position in front of judges, in front of these high power attorneys by day, but scrubbing toilets as a janitor at night. I'm like, this is, you know, and I'm exhausted and I'm just super sick and burned out all the time. So that's really when I was like, okay, where do I go from here? Even in 2017, Tiffany understood she couldn't risk letting her burnout get any worse. And she also recognized that despite the importance she placed on the work she was doing, she needed to find a way to make enough money to start living well. I had an opportunity to shift gears and get out of the system, the criminal justice system, yeah, working with offenders because I'm like, okay, this has been 10 years and I think that's just the issue. And so I started and pivoted to a, a different 
through a different lens. And I was like, okay, this is going to be it. This is going to fix it all. Because we all are chasing those greener pastures of, this is going to fix it all. And it didn't. I just remember sitting down with the COO, one of the vice presidents, and another supervisor of the organization. And they're like, okay, so what are you doing? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a consultant. And they're just looking at me. And they were just like... are, are, are you crazy? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm absolutely terrified, but I feel it in my bones that this is what I'm supposed to do. When you are in the consulting field, you are able to do what really lights you up and for the causes that you really care about, for the money that you know that you're worth. As a consultant, Tiffany hopped onto a growing trend of global workers who strive for jobs that make a significant social impact without resigning themselves to the sometimes stifling structure or the traditionally low wages of legacy charity organizations. Before long, she found herself coaching other socially-minded entrepreneurs who wanted to strike a stronger balance between their work and their incomes. Going into the humanitarian entrepreneur space, the first approach is clarifying your passion, really looking at your strengths, looking at your weaknesses, what lights you up, what dread doing. I think the biggest thing is like having people understand that it's about empowerment for choice, for knowing that the world doesn't have to be, your life doesn't have to be linear. It doesn't have to be one way. You're able to create a life that you are super passionate about doing the things that you want to do to change the world and empower others. You can do that on your own terms. Tiffany says there's a common thread among frustrated nonprofit workers. It's the combination of a falsehood that impactful work doesn't pay well and the notion that many burned out professionals allow imposter syndrome to rob them of a chance at earning higher incomes. I think that imposter syndrome, it happens to everyone, no matter what walk of life you are. I think that people are like, okay, once I just hit this level, then it's all going to dissipate. And that's not true. People still get nervous no matter what level you are. But nervousness is actually, it's excitement. If you just, it's, it's just a shift of your thought. It's really caring about what you're doing. So imposter syndrome, and I, I see this a lot with the nonprofit space because in charity work in general, you're constantly told you're not enough, you're not good enough to get the money, whether that is individually as an employee or as an organization, everything is super, super micromanaged financially from grant organizations and, or grants and other organizations that are doing the, the lending and the government and all these things. There's, so there's this constant theory that um, you're not good enough. So, I mean, although everyone experiences imposter syndrome to one degree or another, there's even more so when you're in a nonprofit space. That's humanitarian entrepreneur Tiffany Moore. We've got links to Tiffany's course for other nonprofit job switchers and to all of her other projects over on our website at searchandreplace.show. Today's episode was produced by Nicole Hubbard with help from the entire Podcast Taxi team. I'm Joe Taylor Jr. This has been a Podcast Taxi radio production. Support for Search and Replace is provided by Johnson Taylor, user experience specialists serving media and technology companies that want their websites to work. Learn more about how top-performing businesses eliminate barriers between customers and their goals 
at www.makethewebsiteworkforme.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.